Hello, and welcome to Challenging Your Health Mindset. This podcast is produced and presented by Liberty University's Student Health Center and Wellness Initiatives Department. Hello and welcome back. I'm Dr. Keith Anderson and I'm here with my good friend, Dr. Black. I, I just love the fact that we get to spend some time together and have a conversation for our listeners to kind of be a part of that conversation with us. We're talking about the dimensions of wellness. Uh, specifically, this is episode three of season four and we'll be talking about friendship and the consideration of others and understanding and honoring differences. And I'm here with Dr. Black, as I said. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Dr. Anderson, thank you. And isn't it wonderful to see students back on campus? <laughs> oh, I hate glorious. the summer. I hate the summer <laughs> without students. Well, I am Ellen Black, and God was kind to call me to Liberty quite yeah. a while ago. And I came as a professor and spent time in administration. And for the past year, I've been blessed. I've joined the Division of Inclusion, Diversity, and Equity. Yeah. And I work with our Executive Vice President, Sean Muldrow, and our Vice President, Greg Dow, yeah. as the Executive Director in the Office of Equity and Inclusion. Wow. Thank you so much for what you do. We we need you on our campus. I know your heart for the Lord. I know your heart for students and student development and education. So I'm looking forward to having a good year this year because I get to partner with you. Thank you. I feel the same way. Thank uh, you so much. Well, listen, again, I was talking about friendship and we live in a society and a time now where people don't act like they're friends anymore and they don't act like good neighbors anymore. And I think it would be important for us to have a conversation uh, with our student body and our listeners about the importance of friendships and honoring people's mm -hmm. differences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree completely. And, you know, it's fascinating if we look at Scripture, uh -huh. uh, how God intentionally built differences into creation. Yes, he and did. And so we look at that, that this is what God meant for humanity. Yeah. And we see differences from Genesis all the way through to Revelation. And it, it is a time in society where it seems we've lost mm. a level of civility. Yes. And yet Scripture says, come, let's reason together. Oh, my. Uh, come, let's reason together. <laughs> yes. And Scripture also says an awful lot about friendship. Yes, it does. I, I do believe our young people today are coming. They've... You know, they were quarantined for a couple years. Yeah. Many of them missed out on some of the funnest things in high school. Sure. They didn't have those experiences with friends at mm -hmm. the end of their high school years. Yeah. They're coming off to college, which is... A, a level of angst to begin with. Yeah. And then you're put in a dorm room and look, Liberty's a fun place. Yes. Liberty is also a diverse place. And so when sure. we have students from all 50 states and about 75, 80 countries, we're here in little Lynchburg, Virginia, but the world God has brought the world all together. here. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Well, so what do you do when you select a friend or how would you ex uh, suggest 
Boy, that's a that's a great question, and thank you for the opportunity to talk about this. Uh, you know, Scripture is very clear about friends and who we should not choose. Yes. And so I would just I just wanted to mention in Psalms because Psalms makes it very clear. It the whole book of Psalms, 150 chapters, starts with this: "Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scornful, but his delight is." in the law of the Lord. And I think what's compelling about that, look, when you walk, when you stand, and when you sit, Mm -hmm. you need to be around people who are like minded. Yeah. And it God makes it very clear that who we align ourselves with, mm-hmm. that you can tell a lot about a person by the friends they keep. My mind. And so what we often do as humans is we look at people that look like me. Oh, they look like me. Or, oh, sure. they have a Philly accent like I do. I'm from Philly. And think, oh, oh, we're together. You know, we we agree on things, but not necessarily. And I think one of the challenges that we face right now, and also as adults, young people need to look for people who share the same heart. Mm, that's right? good. That's so good. So we may look totally different on the outside. We may have very different accents, different mm. backgrounds. But what are people's hearts like? Mm. Do they have a heart for God? Another thing is, do they have a heart to learn? You mm. know, your people are young. People are here. Yes, there's so much fun, but you're here to get an education. That's right. Are you going to choose friends that are going to support your commitment? Or are they going to be saying, let's go to the mall. Let's go to the bonfire. What about this? You can put off your homework. Oh, that organic exam tomorrow, it's okay. Yeah. No, it's not okay. Yeah. It, does that make sense? So right. you're looking for people who have a similar heart, but also who people who will build you up academically. Invest in that relationship, right? Yes, and spend time. So maybe the fun time is studying together. Mm. And people may say, well, that's not very fun. Well, what's fun is when you get the A and the other kids get the C. (laughs) There you go. There you go. So that like that deferred gratification is I'm going to invest in this. That's good. That's yeah. good. And to, I would say two students studying together can accomplish a lot more in a quicker amount of time yeah. than a student individually. Like if you and I are, and you did take organic, I know that because yeah. you're a physician. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you and I are studying together and quizzing each other, mm-hmm. our brain is functioning at a much higher level. Wow. And so we can get through the content quicker. Mm have a margin of time for fun mm, come on and support each other mm. and support each other academically so how do you personally go into a room with the object of i'm going to make a friend today how oh, do you approach that i do that uh, i i do that often and one of the things i would say is you make that decision ahead of time. Hmm. And then you say, I want to connect with one person. So let me say, can I also extrapolate to young people right now, walking in the cafeteria, that's a really intimidating thing. Hmm. And just to say, okay, I want to meet one new person. Hmm. So if I'm in line, I may turn to the person in line and speak to them. Mm. Um, If I'm walking around with my tray, I'm going to be brave enough. And I do this and I'll walk up and I'll see somebody alone or a couple people where there are a lot of seats. May I sit with you? I hate eating alone. Yeah. Yeah. And so I make it about me and my fear. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, Mm -hmm. and, and other students, usually if you say something like that, they all feel the same way. Sure. Sure. I'm not making a big deal out of it. May Mm. I sit with you? Yeah. So rather than trying to say, oh, I'm going to find a lot of people, 
be selective on your, if I were going into a dorm, who can I meet in my dorm? Who can I Mm -hmm. speak to? Mm. But part of it is just being kind every day. At Liberty, you're in the elevator. You're walking into class. Do you just turn and smile? Coming across the yard. Exactly. Mm. And just look at people and speak to them. And for those of you who aren't from Virginia, you know, if you haven't, I'm from Philly. You don't always talk to people. But, (laughs) but, uh, you know, in this culture here, people do greet each other. Sure. And so sometimes you navigate, how do they respond to me? Mm. Well, if somebody's snippy to me or just sort of turns their head. I'm not going to waste my time. There you go. Right? I don't need to try to convince somebody to talk to me <laughs> if they don't want or to. Or that I'm worth being talked to yeah, or spoken to. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um, you sound very intentional about all of this. And I would say that I'm the same way and I'm informed by the Word of God. Yes. And my a uh, horizontal relationship is just as important as a vertical relationship mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the Lord. So I want to ask you another thing. Uh, what are three qualities of a good friend? Oh, three qualities of a good friend, I would say. And I'm going to speak especially to the women. Okay. And don't be careful. You can't agree too much. We <laughs> There are women here in the studio. We know it's true. Men <laughs> vandalize buildings. Women vandalize each other. And uh, let me say that again. Men vandalize buildings. Women vandalize each other. And I think particularly you want somebody who's trustworthy. Mm. And Scripture speaks about uh, gossiping and, yeah. and and causing dissent. So I want to look for somebody who's trustworthy. But you don't give... You build trust over time. And yes. I think sometimes people, Ooh, oh, I good. just meet you and I'm going to tell you all my business. And you're my and, bestie. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you know what? I shouldn't put all of that on someone I just meet. Right. So so trustworthiness, I would say I also like to watch how people treat other people. Mm. The best way I think you see this is if, if you're at a restaurant, watch how, watch how your friend or your quote friend treats the wait staff. Mm. That's or you're good. in the dorm. How do they treat the cleaning staff that's mm-hmm. walking down? So, mm-hmm. so you look at how they treat, you know, how they treat other people, and then listen carefully to how they talk about other people. Wow, that's good. Because if they're going to talk about other people behind their back, if they're going to come to me and say, "Ooh, Ellen, guess what I heard?" Well, mm. honey, they're doing the same thing about me. They're saying they're running down the hall. <laughs> Let me tell you about Ellen, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I'll, let me translate what I said heard you say in my head that character matters. Always. Uh, Their trustworthiness is built over time. Mm -hmm. And and be careful how they honor others. Indeed. And you know what? I think for the guys that are listening, they could benefit from that as well. As a student, I feel the pressure of growing in my relationship with Jesus while I go to school, work, and exercise. If you feel the same way, I have good news for you. The Wellness Olympic is here. The Wellness Olympic will help you to develop a healthy lifestyle as you compete with your friends and win prizes. To participate, scan the code or click on the link below. And I'm so glad you brought up our faith because I believe this is something that we pray about. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord, give me, bring, uh, bring me a couple friends, mm-hmm. and then you also ask the Lord for discernment. And Lord, 
Oh my. Reveal to me if yes. I'm not supposed to be with this person. That's good. You know, some of my best friends there, I, I was blessed. I grew up in a, a really strong Christian school. I won't tell you how many years ago I graduated, <laughs> but there are some of us who have been together since kindergarten. Oh, and wow. Dr. Anderson, we don't see each other often, but we text each other. Yes. We keep up with each other. Yes, we yes. ask each other to pray about this. To You're pray. committed. We're, we're committed. And so there's something about friendships where you can pick up where you left off. That's good. That's which good. Which is powerful. That is powerful. And for some of our students, their high school friends and friends back home are going to mock them and make fun of them for mm. their commitment to education. Yeah. And so it's probable that for some people, you're going to have to drop some friends, and it's going to be very painful. Oh, my, my. Am I preaching now? That, no, I, I'm that, just in my meddling. That's good talk. But it's true, isn't it? Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. In your deep uh, relationships and intentionality with your friends, have you ever had to dispense a little bit of grace in that relationship? Oh, oh, absolutely. That's a part of it? It's a part of it. It's in a painful part. But let me also say they've had to dispense grace to me. <laughs> oh. And, uh, I mean, I know you find that shocking. That's hard to believe. Let I can't me, hardly believe I, it. I can't hardly believe it. But, listen, I pulled I pulled up some verses, but let me okay. uh, let me find the one mm-hmm. uh, that, that speaks to that. Mm-hmm. One who forgives an affront fosters friendship. Yeah. But one who dwells on disputes will alienate a friend. Friend, yeah. And that is Proverbs 17.9. So that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I do believe the quicker you can say that, where you go to a person and you say, you know, Dr. Anderson, I, uh, I said something snippy. I reacted to you inappropriately. And then don't give an excuse. Yeah. There would be an excuse usually. <laughs> right. But as soon but as we give an excuse, it. then it's like, well, then that's not a real apology. <laughs> and then I have to look at you and say, will you forgive me? Sure. And what I found is a lot of times people will say, oh, Ellen, it's okay. And I will circle back and say, oh, no, no. Will you forgive me for X, Y, and Z? Yes. That's true conflict resolution. Identify the harm and then make amends for that harm. And you don't say, well, if, you know, Keith, if I happen to offend you, blah, 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 blah. That's that's not authentic. That's not authentic. If I happen to offend you. <laughs> you know, if I did something wrong, I don't know the extent to the offense. Mm. I still need to apologize because of what I did inappropriate. Sure. That's good. That's good. Oh, you're you're a great uh, person to talk about this with. I I, I think our students— have not learned how to recover from uh, disputes or mm-hmm. quarrels. And mm-hmm. there are a lot of relationships that go unresolved. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you suggest or give me a couple of ways that students can approach having difficult uh, conversations in order to get to the point that they have the resolu- resolution that they need or maybe even dispense the grace that's required. Mm-hmm. But if they're afraid of the conflict or the confrontation, then how how they're going to resolve it? So can you help us with that? Yes, and so I think it's very important as we mature, uh, and this speaks clearly to university students, your family of origin 
has taught you how to handle conflict. Mm. So you have observed people. You've observed people lashing out. Scripture says avoid people who are quick to wrath. Mm. You've also avoid people who bury things, bury things, bury things. But then it's like a volcano. And so then there's this huge eruption, but the eruption is not commensurate to what just happened. (laughs) It's like commensurate to the The accumulation (laughs) of everything, right? And so I think that part of this, it will feel very unnatural to some people. Mm-hmm. I have learned that if there's something I don't understand, I may say something like, Dr. Anderson, help me understand. You said this. This is what it sounded like to me. Mm. The, your words were this. It sounded like this to me. Mm. And so that's very different than saying, I can't believe you said that. You're so insensitive. You know, you don't like people from Philly. You don't like blah, 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 where then all of my angst is dumped on you. I'm asking you for clarification. And I'm saying, this is what you said. This is what my ears heard. Mm -hmm. Help me understand this. Yeah. And then because intent does matter. Yes, it does. Absolutely. And, And we will have a lot of conflicts on Liberty Campus because... People don't understand other cultures. They mm-hmm. don't always understand other backgrounds. Sure, sure. And uh, that's a layer of context. Yes. That yes. Uh, people carry and they walk in, and they don't necessarily have a list of instructions on the front of their bodies or across their forehead to help you understand. So you have to have that conversation. And and I love the way you just put it. That you know, help me understand. Uh, I'll assume the burden of saying that I need your help. Yes. <laughs> and But again, if we come with you this, you that, you're right. going to back up. You're going to become protective, protective. And you're thinking, what do, what do you mean? That's not <laughs> what I meant. Now, there are other times when people are intentionally mean. Mm. And you learn to avoid those people. Yeah. And, and you will have some, uh, listen, mean girls and queen bees and wannabes are, are that's very, <laughs> oh, yeah, like the that. research is clear on that. And so I, I think those are people that, that you choose to avoid. Yeah, yeah. You just choose to avoid. You don't, you don't need to go there. But seek peace. You know, Scripture says as much as possible, live at peace. With, it doesn't say you have to be at, at peace with everybody. Mm, no, you don't. Mm, In fact, you'd be foolish to be at peace with everybody. Yeah. How can two walk together unless they agree, right? That's right. And. And there may be times where people are in your life only for a season, and you have to be okay with mm-hmm. that season being finished. But I love the fact that uh, you're intentional about your relationships, uh, that you honor uh, the, the quality of their heart, uh, their trustworthiness is built over time. Yes. And watch how they honor others because that's oh, the way they'll oh. honor you. Mm-hmm. Mm. This yeah. has been wonderful, and I appreciate you coming. I thank you for your time and your wisdom. We have to do this again. Oh, please. We definitely do. And to the students, I would just say, you know, th- there are so many people at Liberty to help you and support you. And so if you do hit a challenge, don't go it alone. There are times after you've tried, maybe you do need to reach out to an RA and just say, would you just sit with us? Help us navigate this. Yeah. So you don't want little problems. Inside every little problem is a huge problem trying sure. to get out. That's that's excellent. Where can we find you on campus? I would 
I would love for our students to come and hang out with you well, or I get to know you. I would love that also. So we have a fabulous center. Our center is at MSU right next to the game room. Um, I keep an office up in Green Hall, but also down at MSU. And I would just encourage all the students, our area, we have a lot of uh, cultural events. We have service events throughout the year. We have fireside chats where we discuss different topics. Mm -hmm. And so th things will be splashed all all over campus. One of the biggest things coming up is in uh, September, September 23rd, as a part of Hispanic Heritage Month, we have a live salsa band no coming. No way. A live salsa band, and we'll, hopefully the weather will agree and we'll be outside. And we're just looking for ways to build community and to have those conversations. But our beautiful center on second floor of MSU, come by, there's always coffee, and uh, just come and hang out with us. Let, let's keep this conversation going. I love it. I love it. And and for our freshman students, MSU stands for the Montview Mont Student, Student Union. Unit. And so the DeMoss building in the front, the MSU is the whole building in the back where the restaurants are and where, uh, and, and then you have, you know, you have the game room in different levels. So sure. when you come into DeMoss from the street, if you just keep walking through, you end up in MSU. Right. Uh, but it's so. getting around campus is complicated at the beginning. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, listen... You'll be back. Yes, sir, I will. Thank All you. All right. Awesome. Thank you.